GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Presented by the Fat Park Sports. I forgot this was a sad hi hello. Yeah, it's a a sad. I mean, come on, man. What am I supposed to say here? How you doing? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yes, what a happy, happy time in it. I mean, the Eagles ruined New Year's, man. They ruined New Year's Eve. I can't decide. I'm I'm bummed. Is how I am. I can't decide. I wasn't ready to wake up at 3 a.m. again, Elliot. Let me tell you, I'm I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? I can't decide if it's a good or bad thing. We didn't do a post game pod right away because. Let me tell you, being at that stadium, being like in the locker room after, being in the hallway waiting for the locker room to open, being at Nick, I mean, that felt like the lowest point this team has been at in a really long time. Since since Flowers, probably, you know? Yeah, since Flowers. And then if you want to talk about, like, just bad losses, like, the Flowers oh, thing. It's, I mean, it, that's like, the worst loss of Sirianni era. When you oh, yeah, without it, question. Without it's not even close. Qu- I mean, yeah, it's like, one of the worst regular season I think losses it's, yeah. ever. I mean, if you want to go up with, like, Chip getting blown out by Detroit. But that was different. Like, I think what makes this one different and what probably hurts people more, understandably, is it felt like that was the end of the hope. You know, and I'm not saying I'm there yet. We'll get into, like, big picture stuff. But it was kind of like their last stand. Like, yeah, look, they go up 21-6. to six. They're not playing great, but they're up 21 to 6. They have the pick six. Like the offense is moving the ball. The defense, obviously, horrendous. Oh, the entire fatal game. flaw. Yeah. Well, well oh, I mean, I don't know if they're. The, Welcome aboard. Well, look, Patricia is obviously, as I said at the beginning well, of the Patricia. season. They have no talent. Yeah, I mean, they're well, just that's bad. It. That's they're the, bad yeah. on, they have a bad defense. Like the, it's not even like a, uh, a yep. surf. They have a bad defense. Yeah, they do. And I think what's, 
what like the shift in the defense. And I guess we're just gonna jump around all that. Yeah, but, let's like, just jump around. Yeah, so, it's one of those days. Like I think that the thing with the defense is there's just not the talent that you think is there. Like, no, I, think I, don't, I think people don't think there's talent. I, well, now, but I mean, like, and I know players are hurt, but I think even over, the, even really probably up until week, like, I don't know, 10, 11, like, there was probably this perception of, like, the Eagles have a really talented roster. And they do have a talented roster. But on defense, they're playing Keely Ringo, Eli Ricks, like, uh, you know, I mean, like, Morrow. Like, I mean, other than Slay, Shaq Leonard, other than like, Slay, who is hurt. Yeah. And like Reed Blankenship is maybe an okay player. Yeah, he's an average guy. Whatever. Other than Darius Slay, they do not have one good player on the back end of their defense. Not one. Yeah. And they have a lot of bad players. Yeah. Like everyone's bad. And to the well, Byron has not been what Byron's bad. D- yeah. Darius Leonard cooked. Yeah. Like and and Keely Ringo. I, I'm actually encouraged by him in the future. I think he's. It's not even fair fine. to judge him. It's like not, he's a rookie. It, like not, dude, yeah. there was one play in the game. There's more positive. Dude, than there negative was one play him. in the game where it was like a st- like the a tackle was made or whatever, and all the defenders are getting up, and I saw five rookies yeah. in the shot. I'm like, there's Ricks, there's Ringo, and I'm like, Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter. I'm like, I'm like. That is a freaking problem, man. Yeah, Jordan Davis has been non-existent Non-exi- and is a second-year well, player. And, and like, it doesn't help that. And granted, now I was I was in on Jordan Davis, but you we all remember who I wanted in that draft, desperately wanted in that draft, and Kyle Hamilton's a freaking all pro so, now. I, I look, I I was I asked desperately this, wanted I Kyle Hamilton. I was asked about that on the post-game show, and I think that right now the Eagles, it's very fair to do like revisionist. I mean, point. he's going to be all pro this year. Yeah, in no, his second but, season. But I, 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 my point I'm making is, I think the, the the issues with this team right now, like Kyle Hamilton's not changing anything. He's a great player. I mean, but he might change something but the, for this the, team. He's like the perfect guy. But regardless, I, I get your point. The point is, it's not one mistake. And I think the the Jordan Davis logic. When look, like I'm I was not more on anti- him as a player. No, no, but, but I think like your logic and their logic for with Jordan Davis was still correct. Sure. Like I wasn't super high on the pick, but you talked me into it. Like the logic of just taking the ultra most athletic defensive lineman in the draft, like. That's a sm- if you make that pick ten out of ten times, you're gonna end up with a better draft than people that take like safeties, like whatever, right? But regardless, Kyle Hamilton's a stud. Like it is stud. what it is. He's yeah. a stud, and they don't have stud safeties, so so it looks looks bad. I, I think though, like for me, I- I'm like torn on- in two ways. One, this is to me about Sirianni, like full stop. Like that loss was Sirianni. Mm-hmm. He is the head coach. I agree. He is. He is in. Like, you know, I know he says he's surprised by it, but he is also in charge of the defense, right? Like He's in charge like, of everything. He's this in charge of his everything. Show. Everything that happens there. And he says it, and he's right when he says it. He should be held accountable for what's out there because it's his team. And I think the most damning thing about this team right now, it's not the talent. It's not like, well, it's they're sloppy. It, like, what, what is so frustrating about well, the Well, I think Eagles, you have to add to that. It's that they're sloppy and that they look like they hate each other, yeah. and they're not having fun. It's all of it. It's, it's the all way of it. the team seems. Yeah, because I agree, sobbing is a big part. That's coaching right there. But it's also the. I mean, this guy's connectivity. It's his whole I, freaking I agree with you. deal. But I, and they look like they're having the worst time I've ever seen a football team have, well, especially a winning team. That's what's so frustrating about where the team is at. Is that yes, on, on look, their defense is bad. They have a bad coordinator. The talent's not there. Like that just is what it is. But on offense. Like, they're not bad. It's just they make everything so much harder on themselves. Like, so let's let, let's talk about the, the, the sequence of the, the— The first and 20? Yeah, okay. So let me, <laughs> let, so let me go through it all right, and give you my take on it. Right, I mean, right. yeah, I, you know, I, like, if you want to—and if you want to—and if you want again, we'll get into it. I'm not there yet. I know a lot of people are ready to fire Nick Sirianni. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not either. We'll, talk, we'll talk about it because yeah. we have to. Um, but, like, if you wanted a, hey, fire Nick uh, series— Play that series for Jeffrey Lurie and be like, "Look at this, buddy! So, fire Nick, fire Brian, fire all of them." I do think that play, that series right there 
is an encapsulation of what's wrong with the team. Where where my views maybe differ slightly, just slightly. It's like so Nick holds blame for all of it. He's mm-hmm. the head coach. But I also think what you saw in there was a lot of player error. And like Nick holds responsibility for that. But like, so it's first and ten, they're at the 20-yard line. They just had a slant pass to AJ Brown, like it's feeling good, right? They're 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 moving. They threw it to AJ over the middle. AJ got the ball. Like Jordan Mylotta holding penalty there in first and twenty. Like that's on Nick for sure. But it is also on Jordan. Like sure. it is, right? So now now it's a player penalty. They're pushed back. The first draw play, I wouldn't have called it, but it has been a successful play for them this year. Insane call, but I agree. But the second. Well, th- well, that's where I was going. So yeah. the first, the first draw play, it's been a successful play for him. If you watch it, like the blocking is there, and it looks like he's going to get eight or nine yards or more, but like the blocking collapses, it falls apart. Jalen's not as dynamic as a runner as he used to be, like right. But it's been a successful play for him this year. So I, I don't hate that call on first and twenty, where they, where like where it really went poorly is the second play because a. I don't know. It looks like they called the draw there. Sirianni's talk is if they called the draw. Yeah. Jalen didn't even look downfield. Didn't even field. look to pass. He didn't I even agree. like take yep. the ball. He was just holding the ball like a hundred percent. So there was no other option. Like for maybe him. he could have handed it off, but if you look like there's a defender right there, and it looked, in my opinion, from watching it, like Jalen's eyes give me the indication he was never going to do anything but run. I agree. Ball. He pulls it quickly and he goes right. You can't call that play. <laughs> I know. Like like and. And so I think, and then all of a sudden you're in third and seventeen, and, and like you're throwing the, a little screen. And I hate up. that too. But yep. then it's also like, what are you the feeling? Goal, yes. you get, yeah, I you know. You don't want to stop I the know. clock. So like, if you look at it, I think what this is what's so frustrating about that sequence is there is logic to some of it. So it's not just like they're idiots; they don't know what they're doing. It's that they are making things so much harder. The penalty, the missed blocks, the bad play call, like you, the fact you're even close to the Cardinals. So when I look at this team, there is still a part of me. Call me foolish, like whatever. That believes if they if they put it together, they have enough there to still like make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, know. I, I know. I'm just but the but, defense alone. Like I just the don't. Defense I think is bad. You, I think you just can't win games yeah. with them. I think it. I think I keep. I've been using fatal flaw for for weeks now. I think it is their fatal flaw. Yeah. Like at the, at the end of the day, no matter what the offense does, they can't win four straight games because of this defense. Well, and I, you're probably right. And the other part of it is though, the offense. Well, better than the defense. Uh, and, yeah, and it's that's not close what, to good enough. Well, that's what's interesting about this whole discussion is, like, there's so much talk of Brian Johnson and, and Sirianni. And, look, I'm Mr. Offense, so I completely understand them getting the fingers pointed at him. But the offensive number, like, firing Brian Johnson, I would not fire Brian Johnson. Just putting that out but, there but right now. I get it, but, like, the play calling has been bad. Like, I understand the results. I think the results, though, are in spite of the play calling. It's that they do have super talented guys out there, and you're not going to be the worst offense in football with that level of talent. Right. But they should be the best offense in football, or one of the two or three best offenses in football. And to the point, it's like you're talking about one play call in a spot, which was a disastrous play it call. It was bad. But but this has happened so many times this season where they've yeah. been bad play and calls And I don't like the spots. wide receiver screen. And again, I keep going back to this. Like, it's such a rudimentary way of doing it. But, like, the idea of, like, how many times do you watch the Eagles and say, wow, cool play. Never. You never well, watch Kenny Gainwell did throw a pass. But one pass. Okay. <laughs> other than a say, trick play. You're right. Other game, than a yeah. trick play. Right. Like you never a scheme. You never watch them scheme a play and be like, oh, that was Mr. Look at that. Right. That was misdirection. They, look at that. That was so cool. Like that Kittle play against us. Like there's so many of those. You, get, you watch the Niners, they have like five or six a game. You watch Miami, they have like five or six. All these teams mm. have plays where you're like, neat play, cool idea, interesting, different, creative. Zero times that happens. It, it it just feels like they just drop back and they they see if their guys can get open. And they throw the football or they don't, and that's it. Like there's no creativity. Yeah. There's nothing special about, and it's never in a rhythm. Like to your point, it's always hard. 
And part of that's the penalties, part of that's yeah. sloppy football, but part of that's also that they never get no play calling rhythm. It never feels like they're just matriculating well, and the, the other ball part of the it field. too. The other part of it too is one of the biggest differences between this year's team and last year's team is when things went wrong for the team last year, because they did. Like, it's revisionist history to act like this team just walloped every team they played, and, like, they almost lost to the Colts. They almost lost to the Cardinals. They were down against the Jaguars. Like, they lost to Washington. Like, there were plenty of moments last season where it was like, oh, this is not great, or at least, like, there was a feeling of it could go the other way. And every single time, the team rebounded and looked like they believed they could do it. This team this year, when anything goes wrong... Their body language is oh, like they look broken. Is like we're done. Like they they have no faith. Like I've been saying this a few times, but I think it's so true. Like I feel like I believe in the team more than they believe. No in doubt, and that, <laughs> like, that's why you shouldn't believe. In them. I know, that's but a problem. I'm just, I, like, I know. you can't yeah. win in football if you don't believe in yourself. It, it's if you just don't have confidence. The, the body language is bad. Like the other the other thing about that play, if you watch the full sequence, where like you see the in between the plays and all that, like well, AJ, there's substitution yeah. errors, yeah, like yeah. Jalen shaking and his AJ head. shaking his head. AJ's mad. Like at the, the hail mary. First of all, like no one even really tried to catch that. Play. I know. Like if yeah. you look, like it's all Cardinals up yeah. in the air, right? And like AJ sits on the ground for a long time, like. So let me get my AJ thing off for a second. I, I I understand that every player should feel frustrated. And I think AJ, since he's been here, has been a good teammate. And he was voted captain for a reason. But I'm just being honest and saying, like, I am very disappointed in how AJ is handling this. At this point, it has become such a big deal that he's not talking that Nick's asked about it every time he talks. Jalen's asked about it. Devontae's asked about it. Jason Kelsey's asked about it. Maybe he's mad at the coaching. And I write, and I know right now everybody's mad at the coaching, so it feels like good for AJ, stand up there. But AJ, man, like, you're making this worse. Like, maybe you're mad at Nick Sirianni, and maybe there are things behind the scenes we don't know about. But Nick is the same head coach he almost won a Super Bowl with, Super Bowl with last year. Nick and Jalen are the same main people that got you a career year last year. They are hurting. He had a career right this year, by the way, even though it's gone downhill, but he, it's, he set records. Right, I, I know... It might not be targets, but for what it's worth, he is fifth in the league in targets. So he is getting the ball plenty of times. But he is making life harder on Nick. Nick was on your show this morning. He had to answer about AJ. You know, what did he say? AJ is a great teammate. AJ, AJ is a great human. Nick says this on and off the record. Whenever Nick is asked about AJ, he does not say a single negative word about him. But what AJ is doing, and you know, you can say like maybe he's not mad about Nick. And I thought Nick's answer was interesting this morning when he said like we're speculating about what we he's mad what, about. Yeah. Well, guess what? When you don't talk, you're going to lead to speculation, and then you say to reporters, "It's not about you guys." So it's not the media. So obviously he's mad at somebody. And if it's the coaches, fine, be mad at the coaches. What what he is doing is making this situation worse for everybody. The temperature around this team is already so hot. It is so hard in Philadelphia when you're struggling as a team. And AJ is making this 10 times worse. If he would have just came out after the Giants win, by the way, and talked, it would have just been like, hey, you know what? I'm happy we won. Look, I think we all agree we can play better, but I'm happy we won. I believe in this team. We're going to turn it around. Then talk during the week. Say the same thing. After this loss, hey, man, I'm super disappointed. But And, like, I don't want to tell AJ what to say, but how he's handling it is making it so much worse. And I think, like, it's messed up to Sirianni and his teammates to create more of a distraction and to give the perception that he doesn't believe in them because that's what you were on this morning for four hours. Like, the whole perception is that the players don't believe in the coaching staff, right? And maybe that's true, but AJ is adding is aiding into that, and he's making it worse than it has to be. I pretty much agree with everything you said. Yeah, yeah, I think you're pretty dead on. Now, now with saying that, I want to say that I think the AJ thing is one of the smaller problems on the team. Like, I don't think it's, a, but I think it's a part. It's a yeah. part of a bigger issue, exactly. But I don't blame AJ as much for the issue that's already there. I think it's a uh, there's an, a culture issue now, and that's on Nick now and Jalen uh, uh, and Jalen. Yeah, 
Now, I agree. I think AJ's making it worse. Yeah, he's definitely making it worse. I totally agree. Look, we had Brandon Graham on the show today. He had to answer tough questions. You know what we did? He found a way to be positive. He found a way to spin things the way he wanted to. And he's like, there you go. Just lie, man. Just just lie. I don't know what else. (laughs) Just lie. Seriously. Yeah. It's it's exactly right. Right. Just lie. Yes. Or or get up and, and say, hey, listen, man, like, I'm not happy. Okay, I'm not happy. We're not playing well. We're losing. Right. Or, or just talk about the losing. Truth, but Whatever. Or to, yeah, I I don't. You know. Yeah, I mean, right, right. But but but, but to your point, I, I agree. I think AJ as a and a, look, he, I was gonna say he's not like really a veteran. He's kind of a veteran. He's still young. He's like what 25 years old. He's like yeah. a kid. And he's like in his but, six, six or seven. He's like year. a child yeah. as far as I'm concerned, personally. Right. Right. I get. It. Yeah. <laughs> but, for sure. but, that's good. But, that's good. But that's... but he has been in the NFL long enough, and he is he is a captain of the team. That that comes with a level of, yes. of handling yourself a certain way, and I agree with you. I think AJ is not handling himself in a way that befits a captain. The Philadelphia he's making Eagles. it worse. He's like making that, it worse. That's I agree. My bigger thing now, with AJ now, but I and I agree. So I, I, we are on the same page with right. this now. But I, what I will say to the point I made initially when talking about AJ is, I do think that it is just a a symptom of a much bigger problem, a much bigger yeah. issue. But like, AJ is part of that problem. He's man. yes, he's yeah. a symptom of it. Yeah, I think for ma- sure. Yes, he is. Ma- he is not making it better. But I don't blame AJ himself for the problem. He's just making it worse. What do you think the root of the problem? I think is? the root of the problem. I, well, I think there's multiple roots of the problem. I, I actually, I, and I think it comes down to Nick and Jalen. Uh, look, yeah. I think just like in the good times, yeah, they get the credit as yeah. they should. Exactly. Yeah. I think with I, like with the Jalen thing, I think it's a little easier. I think Jalen, I, I do believe some of the stuff where they just want a little more from a leadership perspective. Well, Jaylen, we talked since they the, want uh, him, the the report. Yeah. You know, so like I do believe some of that stuff. I believe that you know Jalen going and sitting by himself after every series and looking upset and whatever, like. That I think that Jalen, I said this on the air today, it, it, like he gets so focused on on himself, and it's a great thing. Like he tries to make himself better, and all these great things that we talk about. I still believe all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he's gonna work his ass off to make him the best version of himself that he could be as a football player, and all that stuff. But I think that what Jalen might lag in this, look, he's again, he's twenty five years old. Right. He's the first time he's been in this situation with this type of level of fame and notoriety, where I think he is not understanding enough what his teammates need from him. He is so focused on him and making himself better and this and that and how bad he played this. Oh, it's killing him. Right. When it's, he needs to understand that his teammates need him. His teammates need a certain thing from him. What, some guys need rah-rah. Some guys need you to come up and be like, hey, man, we got this. Some guys need you to come up and, and talk plays with them. Some guys need you. Whatever people need, like mm-hmm. that's the thing that, and I think Jalen is a great leader for a 25-year-old. I really do. I've, I've been so impressed as we've talked about. And last year when things were good, he was as good a leader as you could imagine. But I do think that he still has things to learn. And I think one of those things he has to learn is that he has to learn what his teammates need from him. And it feels like there are a lot of players on this team, or at least from from what we're hearing, that that need something more from Jalen. So that's the Jalen part of it. Right. And well, then, yeah, you want to okay, react yeah, to yeah, him, yeah. then we'll get to Nick. Go yeah. Ahead. So the concerning thing for me about the Jalen thing is, and I know the Carson's like a hot button topic because of how it ended, but it sounds a little bit in the, the reporting about how like the Eagles want him to be more outgoing and not so isolated. Mm-hmm. Like isolated, I thought was a key word. Not a good word. Right? So like, I think Jalen is, I, like, and I hesitate to because we, we don't know. We don't him know. Personally, we don't right? know the inner workings. And like, this remember is when all Carson conjecture. in twenty in, in twenty eighteen, we all thought Carson was an awesome teammate, and then they had a bad season, and everything came out. Yep. So it'll be curious to see what comes out because like yeah. it's already starting to leak. But I do think Jalen is just a naturally quiet guy. Like I'm, I'm around him, like not you know ton a ton casually, but I I see him in the locker room. I like all those things. Like he's just not like when Jalen walks in a room. Like you don't always feel his presence, and which is crazy because at the Super Bowl, it really felt like he was like a rock star. Like he walked in the room in the media room, and it was like, "Oh, Jalen's here." I think Jalen's a bit of a quiet guy. Now, 
for the stuff on the sideline where I'll defend him is I think we're all like being a little victim to the TV copy. That's a great point. Because no, nope, that's a great like, point, Elliot. I see him in I see him from the press. He probably box. does a lot more and look, than we he see. He does sit there for sure. Like for sure. Look, the shots are there on TV. Like that yeah. happens. But I'm with you. I like even, I do see him get up and talk to his. Yeah, you're teammates right. And, I think it, I think that is a very good right, point. For and, you. We only see the oh look at Jalen sitting by himself on the side. Right. And so what I, what I think though with the Jalen thing too is this whole team feels like they're like they they don't think they're good enough. And I wonder how much the leader of the team always saying we can play better. Like I know all teams say that, but I just wonder if he's like kind of crippled their confidence throughout if the it's season. It's just a little like, you know, <laughs> Each I, I like, know. oh, we're not good enough, not good enough. I'm probably overreacting to that. But I just But that's what happens when things are going when like Jason this. Is you looks look upset all, all the time. The, I just, when a team goes from 10 and 1 to, to 11 and 5 yeah. in this type of fashion and loses to the Arizona freaking Cardinals, the team's going to have the second pick of the draft. But, and, yeah. So let me but let me also since we're bouncing around say this about the Jalen thing. I, I do I do still believe we are like it is okay to react right now and it is bad right now, but I think like we still need to take a step back sometimes and be like Jalen's personality. Maybe there's things he needs to like be better at. Like Jalen is still one of the most successful. Totally, and that's why I'm saying he's Sirianni, 25 too. Yes, it, we gotta but remember but the same this. Is that's true why for I keep Sirianni. bringing up the 25 thing. Yes, you're right, right. about the that. The same is true for Sirianni. But but we do need to remember that. And look. I, we haven't really gotten to our big picture. Like, I am not, like, freaking out over the future like a lot of people are. Like, I hear people being like, this team's screwed. Or Do we all remember 2020 to 2022? Right. Do we all remember 2015 with Chip Kelly? When Chip Kelly left, I said, this guy burned this team to the ground like no one in the history of the of the of the yeah, and they Eagles, won the Super Bowl and they won it two years later. Two years yeah. later. So yeah. like like everyone needs to relax when it comes to the long term implications of this. And also like I still believe in Jalen. Like I'm not on Jalen after they went to the Super Bowl last year and almost won it. It's freaking hard. Well, you said this all yes. off season. You were dead right about it. Like I've said it to you, what ten times this year. I keep saying, hey man, you were right, right about this. I should have should have put. It's it just freaking, took twelve later weeks it, than I thought. It's freaking yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty one percent of the teams that lose in the Super Bowl don't even make the playoffs. Yes, like it's a great so, stat. Like, And I'm sure there are a lot of situations. Look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's about to win the MVP. Three years ago, everyone thought he was cooked. This offseason, a couple years ago, was it this offseason? He was a. a, a, Yeah, no one wanted him. No one wanted him. Yeah. Like, what are we. And he's going to win the MVP going away this year. And he's awesome and he deserves it. He looks like it. Jalen almost won the MVP three weeks ago. Right. So, so, like, like, I, I think that people are going way, way, way too far with the big picture stuff in the moment. Right. And, and on Nick, too. Like, we'll get to the Nick thing in a sec, but, like, Big picture, I'm not freaking... They, they have roster things they have to work on. The defense has to get better. Yeah. They definitely need a new coordinator. Certainly at least one, maybe two. I don't yeah. know. But I, I do think that, like, I'm not freaking out. But there are concerns. But for right now, I'm out. Like, right now, I do not believe this team can turn around this year. Like, I think this is broken and it's yeah. not getting fixed this year. But I'm not as concerned. Long. Let's get the Sirianni thing, though, because I do think it's the most pertinent, well, interesting Well, this is where thing. maybe we differ a little, too. Like, so, I, I, I think Nick Sirianni is a great head coach. Hey Flyers fans, it's Al Morgani here. I want to tell you about my new Flyers podcast, South Philly Sauce, along with Ashlyn Sullivan. We break down the ins and outs of the team while also bringing you the best interviews with players, coaches, and media members. You can hear the new episode every week, twice a week, on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Hey, 
Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I still think, like, I, I would not fire him, right? But we also have to be honest and say that as much as I can think, like, Look, I also think the players pointing the fingers to the coach is a little hypocritical. Like, AJ's dropped passes. AJ's had fumbles. Jalen's had fumbles. Like, everyone's made mistakes. Players have penalties. So I think this maybe, and look, they know more than I do because they're, they A, understand football better than I do, and B, like, are in these meetings. So if the players are mad at the coaching, like, that is something Lurie has to take into consideration. It's a consideration. real problem, yeah. So as much well, as I can Especially to the point where, where if the coach has lost. Well, that, so And we don't know that, we know whatever, but it, like, it's possible. It, well, I mean, look, we don't the know. players don't believe in the coaching. It's over. I, I don't know what to like, say. I don't think, I, like, like, I, we, we, we can say it's wrong. They shouldn't feel that way. I can point to all these but stats. But if they don't, they don't. If they don't, and they don't. And especially like, if the player's at the top. Like, Jalen's not talking about AJ's doing this thing, but if, like, if it is what people think it is and AJ is mad at the coaches or what the, Marcus right. Hayes is reporting or whatever, then if Jalen feels the same way, like, we don't know. We have no right. idea, right? Because Jalen doesn't talk well, like also, that. Also, Jalen's super close with Brian Johnson. But what Just if, if Jalen is, what if Jalen feels the same way? Like, that's the kind of thing that gets Sirianni fired. Yes. Gonna, so, all right, let's get back I to I would be very disappointed in the players, though, if Sirianni is fired after one year Here, be, because dude, they don't believe in him. I, I think it would be crazy. Like, think about it this way, okay? Nick Sirianni, if at the end of the season will have made the playoffs... Three out of three years. Yeah, I guarantee you. I don't. I'm not doing any research. I guarantee you, no coach has ever made the playoffs in his first three years as an NFL coach and then got fired. It's never happened, especially making the Super Bowl in his second year. Like, it's just never happened. Well, it has never happened, and not just that. Like wildly exceeded expectations year one. Clearly, wildly exceeded expectations year two. As bad as this year has been. They're eleven and five. Yeah. This team is not four and eleven like they were with Doug. Even Andy, like the end was really bad, right? So, but one thing I I've been thinking about a lot the last few days, because like there's been a lot of jokes online about how Sirianni looks tired. There is just a part of me that wonders if any human can do this job. I think it's than- just tough. <laughs> right? Well, and not just that. I think to to the point we keep making, like look at what the Chiefs are doing right now, right? Like I think in today's NFL, look, I think we all kind of got blinded by the Patriots and right. Tom Brady and Belichick and that thing that they had and they did. It's really freaking hard to be good every year. And like it's, it's really hard to go all the way to play all the way into the Super Bowl to go through that whole gauntlet and to yeah. play that game and then turn it back up and jack it up again three months later and bring it like in, in and that, camp that right there in my honest opinion is the main problem with the team. I think so too. Like I I think that if we look it's we, like the offense, defense, all those are excuse me, all those are fair concerns. But if you if I was Jeffrey Lurie and I had to sit there and make decisions and he'll have more information than me. They have to take into account what this team has been through because they look tired. Like, A, they go all the way to the Super Bowl last year and they lose it, which is mentally exhausting. They have the toughest schedule in the NFL, which turned out to be even, like, tougher than everybody thought. Because all these teams brought it. Yeah, all these teams brought it. They were all healthy, like, all those things. 
to me, they just look like cooked. Like they I, just look cooked. If you if you told me this team could press pause on life for three weeks and come back, I would I'd be like, okay, like let's see what happens, right? Because I do still think like they have enough talent to go and maybe beat a San Francisco. Like, it's probably not going to happen for sure. But like they have Jalen Hurts, they have AJ Brown. Devontae's injury is not great, but like whatever. They just to me they look like done. They look mad at each other. They look like they're tired. They look like they're fed up. And I think that's a result of. I would bet if you listen to the podcast or read the articles about teams coming off the Super Bowl, there's a lot of common themes. I bet you there and is. And I bet these are a lot of the common totally. themes you hear. Well, and to the point you're making, too, I think the amount of pressure that is put on you. Well, that's where I was going On that next. team, right? And then like on you themselves. Yes. You put on yourselves to get back to there. And do, like, and, and it goes into the fun thing. Like, you know what? Like, you go into a season and be like, hey, let's see what happens. Let's have fun. Let's win some games, boys. Yeah. You go into a season saying, we have to win exactly. the Super Bowl. Everything else is a failure. Like, it's it's probably a lot less fun along the way because you're just you got. Welcome this. to the 2024 Phillies no. and what the Sixers <laughs> and what and what the Sixers have been living. Like I mean seriously, that's what it is. But but to your point or to what you're saying about Kansas City, right? Like I think we also have to be honest, and we are part of this because we're part of the media, not just part like big voices in the media. Like it sucks also to to suck in Philadelphia. Like if you look at the head coach of the Eagles, Andy was awesome for the first like 6 years, then let's be honest, it was not that great the last 6, right? Mm-hmm. Doug was awesome at the beginning and then it fell apart. Nick's been awesome the first 2 years. It looks like he's tired now. I just wonder if there's any human out there that can have a job as high pressured as the Eagles, where you're so high facing and you're the head coach and it's such a tough job already. Like maybe we're being naive. Like so why while I would not fire Sirianni, if you told me next year their head coach was Brian Johnson, I'm sorry, uh, Ben Johnson. Like, I think there would be a freshness about that that would help this team. Uh, there could be. And I, that's not anti-Nick. That's that's like, I just wonder if any head coach can survive in this position, in this, in this climate, city in this city, in this climate for well, more I mean, than think about this three way. or four years. Like, like I, I mean, think about it this way. Like, I would say, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I would, if I had to bet, talking to people today, I would bet that more Eagles fans want Nick Sirianni fired than I agree. not. Okay? Right now, as we speak today, I right. agree with you. And we're talking about a guy. Yes. Who almost it's won the Super Bowl and last year. And it's been good this year. So it's like, 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 I get it. Like, that must be really hard. Like, yeah. that must, like, the level to which we are, are, are holding these people is, is, is unfair in well, a lot of ways. Well, and the other, the other part of it is, like, just everyone listening, and we'll do it to, like, put yourselves in Nick's shoes, right? We can nitpick it, and they, like, sloppy, bad time management. All these things are 100% true. Nick or anyone else in your job can look around and go, yeah, I have to do better. But, like, I'm certainly better than 80% of the other people doing mm-hmm. the job. So I, there has to be a part of Nick. And I think you see this with Nick more than the players. I think there is a part of Nick that feels, like, like defiant a little. Like, like oh, my offense is for high schoolers. Well, like, why have I won all these games? Why have I scored all these points? I need motion? Uh, I don't know. I Like, I think there is a part of Nick that feels that way. And I don't think he's wrong to feel that way. Like, I think the— No, crit- but he still has to adjust. He, he does- can't let it change the way he—he he still has to be—he can't let his— um, you know, like to your point, defiant. Right. Uh, change the change what he should do because he's like, no, this will work. So I don't think he I don't, does. I'm not saying he yeah. does. I'm just saying he can't let it if that's that. the case. But I think that's why when you say like it would be crazy to fire Sirianni, and I mostly agree with you. Well, the old, yeah, I'm saying crazy, <laughs> crazy. The one caveat, if he's lost the team, which we don't know, that's a different story. Like, right. if he has lost the team, fire. I get it. I won't, like, I get it. Um, and, and to your point, I understand how some, even if it's, Crazy or not, like bringing in Ben Johnson or whatever could provide a freshness. And look, I think Sirianni's biggest issue 
right now is that I don't think he's an offensive genius, which is hilarious that we're coming back around to that. Like credit well, to the you. Well, other, the other part credit of it. to you. But, but like, let's also be honest. When Larry hired Nick, he thought he was hiring a play caller. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> like, so, yeah. so while, while I don't think Sirianni is going to be fired, like I, I like we've covered Larry for a long time. He, Look, fi- he fired Doug. He fired Doug. He fired Chip. Yeah. Like Andy, he waited a long time. But like that's the one example. But that was Andy. You know, Andy rebuilt right. the franchise. Right. Yeah. But Andy's last five years were nowhere close to what Nick's years. No. Been. No. Nick, Nick's gonna win. Look, well, and maybe they up. won't you, beat the Giants. Dude, but Nick's gonna win. Dude, twelve games. How about, fourteen how about games. This? And, regardless of what happens against the Giants, regardless. Right. Nick Sirianni will by multiple games have the best record ever. For an Eagles head coach in his first three years. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. By multiple games. Even if they lose, he's still three games better. If they win, he's four games and better this is, this than is, any coach ever in their first three years with the Eagles. He could get fired like this crazy time. And this is just why, on the face of that. That I sounds agree. insane. Well, that's why I wish I could just shake the players and and I guess the coaching to an extent and be like, guys, like, put your head up, man. Like, it's not as bad as you're making it out to be. Like, it's just not. Like, they are going to the playoffs. Look, the biggest blow they've suffered is they're gonna be the five instead of the two. Like, oh, if they were lot, the two yeah. seed still, like, they're, they're, I would still very much be in the boat of, like, you have two home games, you can see, win I, it, and then you I, see what I happens. Actually, I think you could argue they're kind of lucky. I think I'd rather play well, Tampa than one of my Green friends, Bay or whatever. So one of my Jordan fr- Love looked good the other night. Well, it's funny. One of my friends made this point. I think it's true. Like, I actually wonder if they'll be better on the road. I, dude, I thought about that, too. Just because, like, like in it's the so building. tense at home. I thought about that, like, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, again, I don't – look, I think they're I think they're one and done at best two and done, regardless, in the playoffs. But – So how – sorry, so – all right, so they're assuming they're the five seed. And now look, like Dallas if could things, lose to Washington. Sure, they, I'm like that's not like a, it, it could. Well, happen. do you think the Eagles are going to play the starters? Do you think they're yes, going to? Yeah, I do. You do? I do. Because last year in the exact same situation, where if the Eagles had lost the Giants and Dallas had won, Dallas would have won the division. Dallas sat their guys because they're like they're going to beat the Giants. We're not going to mess around. Yeah, I. I mean, look, the MetLife Stadium thing. The well, that's the other part. Thing, of it, yeah. But I. I I, if if this team weren't but playing if so horribly, to, if it's up to Nick, I think they're definitely playing. I, it, look, I think if this team were not playing so horribly, they yes. might consider it. But they need to play well. Yeah, like it's almost more important than resting. hundred percent. Now, like at halftime, if you're up like thirty or twenty five, like, them like yeah. maybe right, and then you obviously you'll know what the, well, Dallas, you know the score Dallas score is too. Score, exactly. But like so, and this is where I'm saying like I wish I could shake the players because they're going to go more than likely on the road and play the NFC South winner, and it's not the game it used to be where like. You say they'll definitely win, but they're better than the team that they're going to play in the NFC South. Like they're they have more talent. Unless unless we all of a sudden think Jalen's like not a top ten quarterback and not right, like right, right. right. So they have more talent. You that's a winnable game. Then you're probably the, the tough thing is then you go to San Francisco. I mean they're yeah I mean, they're not they're not beating the Niners. They're not going to beat the Niners. They're more than likely not going to beat the Niners. And I mean if not, then they're going to Dallas. But and then we know we, how you feel about that. Or yeah. you think you go to Detroit? Yeah, I know, but Dallas beat Detroit. I guess that would count. By the way, Detroit getting screwed. Like yeah. all time screw job, there. all time screw. I agree. And by the way, it ended up really hurting the Eagles. I uh, well, this is why I said to you. So uh, you and I texted. We didn't do the show, but I yeah. texted you, and I was like, I disagree with your root for Dallas. Saying everyone's like in on Dallas. I'm like, that means Eagles have to win two games. I was like, I yeah, don't trust that, the Eagles to win two games. Yeah, we should be rooting for Detroit. Well, and this is off a little off topic, but it's kind of on topic. Like there's this thing going around. Um, and I tweeted it, but then someone put a visual to it, and it, it hammers it home more. You look at some of the situations they've been in. Up like 14, oh, I know. whatever, Boy, 3 against three, the Jets. 20 to 6, 21 yes, to six or, or in the ago. Cardinals game. Six, yeah. uh, four, uh, 10-0 against Seattle. Yeah. Like, and not only that, having, those, having leads and having the ball with like four mm-hmm. minutes to go, if they just win one of those games, and 
or two, they're the one seed. Well, two, they're the one. Yeah, yeah exactly. so it's like, as bad as it's been and as bad as it looks, like, look, and I actually thought about you when I saw this today. Look at what's happening in the AFC. The Dolphins could be the two seed or the six seed. Yeah, the, the, the Bills, Bills could be, be the, the two, two seed, seed or, or not out. make the playoffs. <laughs> no, so, like, as much as, and this is where I think Lurie's going to have to really, like, think hard about what decisions he makes is, as much as it feels bad right now for the Eagles, and I'm sure Lurie felt that in the stadium. Like, it's ugly in the stadium right now. It's kind of like that everywhere, or has been like that Other for than most Baltimore. teams. Baltimore and like San Francisco for yeah, the most part. That's pretty much it. That's it. That's like, literally it. The Chiefs. Right. Yeah. Those are the only two teams that have not like. Re- and the Niners had the three game losing streak, but that was Baltimore. Like, is they've and had by a couple the way, losses if here the Eagles there, but... were in the North, the South, or almost any division in the AFC, they would win the division. Yeah. They they're just in the division with what might be like a top five team in the NFL in Dallas, or at very least a top two team in the NFC. So. There's a little bit of all this where it's like it's it sounds like it's coping and it's not like people are saying I'm making excuses. I really think these are just realities. Like I don't think it's an excuse. So I, They're I tired. Get it. They are. I, but I agree with. I think everything you said is true. But none of that makes me feel better about their chances to win games. Like I, you know what I mean. I agree with your point. Like they are very close. One game was different. Like things could f- be different seating wise. But they're still playing the way they're playing. Yeah, like, and it, it still doesn't feel like this team's going to win a game that matters. Well, you and know? the reason it doesn't, and like... And they just lost the Cardinals. Yeah, no, oh, I agree. I mean, now, oh, the Cardinals just walked all over Gannon them. and out coach Sirianni. Big time. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that onside kick, kick was thing, genius. Yeah. That was really smart. And that was a major, like, for what it's worth, you wonder if Gannon was the head coach in the Super Bowl, how things would have been different. Because, in all seriousness, the Eagles should have onside kicked oh, in the Super Oh, more aggressiveness. Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's a really good point. In this, yeah, I didn't it's, think about it. It's almost the same. I think there was eight minutes left instead of five. But in You're the right, Super Bowl, they should have onside kicked for that exact reason. You're right. And that's the other thing with Sirianni, where I wonder if Larry's going to sit there and go, this dude doesn't call plays, and he messes up situational calls. Like, he just messes them up. We, I, I don't know if we've talked about this since the Giants game, because like we were both basically off last week. But... If you look at that, the uh, the end of the first half, Jalen got ripped for not stepping out of bounds, and he should. Oh, Sirianni burns like thirty seconds, just like waiting to call that. What was he doing? Like, it was like so communicating. Crazy. And no, like, you're right. That was nuts. So if you're here's the thing, I'm not saying managing a game is easy because there's a lot going on. Like, I, look, but I've, if you're not calling plays, if you're not calling plays, I, I sit in the press box a lot of times, and like. I have trouble being like, oh, do this. Or like, I'll hear like, you know, I sit next to Kemsky. He'll be like, oh, they should do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, I didn't think about that, right? But like, I'm not the head coach. Like, his entire job and his entire ethos is situational football. He talks about it to the umph degree, and they're bad at it. Like, that to me is the biggest flaw, Sirianni. It's not the offensive thing. It's not the locker room thing. Like, I believe in those things. I just wonder if this dude is good enough to manage a game because he makes so many mistakes. Like, as much as... People like to, like our good friend Jack Fritz, like to take victory laps and say, this team was always bad. Like, I don't think that was the case, but one thing me and you always talked about was after every game, yeah, he why forgot did he to go to yeah, game. Like, yeah. think about that, just logically. His 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 entire reasoning for that was, I forgot. Like, what is that? Like, against <laughs> Washington, Swift runs in when he shouldn't yeah. run in. They scored too quick against Washington at the time, which part of me was like, just take the touchdown, but whatever. Obviously, that was a mistake. Like, he makes... in. Like he he they were out of timeouts. Why? But it's weird. They, they, didn't why do why this were they out of timeouts? You're right. You're right. Why were they out of timeouts at the but end of the game? Why didn't this stuff happen last year? It's so strange. So I think it's a couple of things. One, they were just up big. So they he so wasn't he, didn't he have wasn't put in his many situations. Oh, that's a really interesting. But if you word. look at the Super Bowl, he he kicked a field goal when people don't yep. think he should have done yep. that. Like there he didn't were didn't go for it on fourth and two. Didn't go for it on like 
didn't do the onside kick. Like, there were plenty of examples of a close, high-pressure game where this guy on the sideline made the wrong decision. Yeah. And the job is hard. I'm not sitting here and acting no, like but, he's but an idiot. No, but that's what it is. That's but, the job. But if you're not going to call plays— No, that's the job. Yeah, if you're not going to call plays, then you have to be you have almost— to be elite. Like, not almost, almost perfect. You have to be elite. Like, like 99% you have correct to be, call. You, exactly. You have to get it right every time, essentially. And I think part of the problem, though, too, is like, when we sit here and go, oh, he should go for two, or he should, you know, kick a field, or he should go for it on fourth— I think I don't think he doesn't think of it. I think he makes the wrong decision. You think he is like, not aggressive enough. I, I I do not believe Nick is a big analytics guy. And well, like, it does not. Just, I mean, and so there yeah. are things where I go like, why would Larry fire him? I don't think it's going to be because like they call screen plays on third down. It'll be because they don't believe in his time management, and I wonder if they believe like he he is on board with their thought process. Yeah, I think that's. And again, I I I still think the single if he is fired, I think the single biggest reason he will be fired is because the locker room. Because you lost. Yeah, that'll be a hard. I think, uh, I think that that's the number one thing. But, but look, that would be so unfair. I it, well, I'm just being the players. Honest. Like, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, it would suck. Like, I come mean, on, man. Like, look, the players are great players. They're, I think they're mostly good people. Like, uh, like whatever. Like, we're really gonna we're really gonna like stab Nick in the back here. Like, Nick was Nick. Like, guess what, guys? The players are struggling as well. Like, me and you can debate. Like, if it's the players or the coaches, whatever. The reality is, there are they are because both of them haven't done a good job. Mm-hmm. And for the and I know it's sports and it's how it works. Like, people take falls and it's easier to replace Nick than it is the whole roster. But like, we're all we're all just gonna sit here in one year. Like, maybe Nick's having a bad year for sure. But he deserves to be fired over it because the players turn on him. Like, where's the support? I'm, dude, I'm with you. Again, I— And I, now Kelsey, to, to Kelsey's credit, Kelsey has spoken highly of the coach. Yeah, I would not fire—like, if, if it yeah. were me, I would not—again, without knowing all these things we're talking about, like, there's a 0% chance I would fire. Like, I would give this guy a chance yes. to figure and he's it earned out. It. He's, he's earned figured it. out. Yes, yeah. he's earned a chance to figure out. He's it. Now, again— is my is my confidence in him as a, a long term great coach shaken? Of course it is. I'm not as confident mm-hmm. in him and in my belief in him as I was before, without a doubt. Especially as I've been saying for a while now, like the the offensive scheme stuff. Like I, it's been months. I've been saying I think Steichen was a much bigger loss than we realized. I think he was the real brains behind the offensive operation, and I think that's a problem. And that would be my concern. Can Nick figure it out? Can he get the smart smart enough people around him? Can the offense look good? But like other than that, you know and. I think he deserves a chance. Well, let me to, ask you this. To and it this out. is maybe talking a little bit out of both sides of my mouth, but like, do you think the fact that he has two new coordinators is impacting? Of course, it three, is. Of is course. impacting his on the sideline. Of, I think. It, how could it not? I think it's all a part of it. I mean, two new coordinators is a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. We talked about it coming in. It was my biggest concern coming in. But as someone who was positive about the team, right. was like, hey, that could be an issue. That's not been twenty. And now they're up to three. Another and by the way, Patricia's a disaster. He's horrible. He's, he's really all horrible. Brian, <laughs> they're all horrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like Brian Johnson, maybe can figure it out down the road. I'm not saying he can never call plays. Uh, I'm he's done a, He's I'm done a bad him. job this year. I think uh, Patricia I, and Desai have done a bad job this year. I actually give them. The, well, I think Desai I clearly did a leeway. better. I give them more leeway because there's no freaking talent. Like I don't know who could call a good defense with these guys. Like Shaq Leonard shouldn't be playing. Like it is what it is. Like the guy Kevin Byard stinks. Well, and the other thing that we haven't really talked about a ton. And I'll say the same things about Reddick that I had with AJ. It's just AJ, it's the head coach. So yeah, you're right. But yeah, like Reddick's Redick, not talking. You're right. Reddick is like wants to be a captain of the team guy. Like Reddick wants a new deal. Reddick has not done much the last weeks. Josh Sweat's been invisible. Like, so the the defense was built for the defensive line to get pressure. And while I think they are impacting the games in certain ways that are true, like the quarterbacks get rid of it quick and all those things. They're not. They're not getting sacks. So like they're also letting the, the team down. Like as no, much no. as we want to talk about Nick's game management. If the defensive line gets pressure, we're sitting here. They're they're 
you know, in the driver's seat for the two seed. We're talking about them having home playoff games. Like they are razor sharp, like thin margins where they think these things will be way better. And everybody involved deserves blame for how it's gotten to this. Not just Nick, not just Brian Johnson, but like the defensive line, the offensive line, Jalen, eight, like all these people. They all deserve blame. Hundred percent. Uh, yeah. And actually, you know, I I actually am not as much in the blame of blame Howie. If that makes sense. I'm not either. I've people have been doing that a lot. Like, yeah. look, we all thought James Bradbury was good. I'm yeah. sorry. And I know it's his job to know. Like, James Bradbury fell off. Of, he was a, a second team all pro last year. Yeah. And look, I get though, like, oh, well, you got to put more into the linebackers. Like, first and foremost, he did draft Nicobe in the third round. It didn't, it hasn't worked. Yeah. But also, like, we have had tons of success yeah, I, without I, so I drafting disagree. linebackers. Yeah, exactly. I, that's my point. I'm yeah. saying, like, look, they, they won the Super Bowl without drafting linebackers. They almost won it last year without drafting linebackers. Like, TJ Edwards was an undrafted dude. Like, yeah, yeah, they have to hit on those guys. They have to do a better job of nailing Yeah, the you need good players at rounder. every position. Well, like, but... We talk about the Niners. Like, Fred Warren's a third-round pick. Greenlaw's a yeah. fifth-round pick. Like, you don't have to use high resources right. for these guys. They you just have to do be a better, better job of yeah. evaluating them. So, like, I, look, it has, Howie, has it been, look, last year Howie was perfect. It's not going to happen all the time. This offseason, he wasn't. There are a few misses here and there, but I think in the grand scheme of things, when we talk Nick, Jalen, Howie is like the trinity at the top and Lurie, whatever. Like, Howie is like third by a mile I agree. on my list. I, I think I think Nick and Jalen have let Howie down. By and it, it, like, far, they like are. How- the, it's those two up top and, and a big gap yes. before Howie. Yes. Now, I don't now I don't think Howie's going to get fired, so it's probably pointless to talk oh, about. No, I mean, but it'd, I, mean, I mean, look, it'd be a little interesting. Like, I just wonder if, if Lurie's like, Maybe we just clean house a little. Not with Howie, I though. I don't, I don't think so either. I think there's but a this zero. would be what? The Let, fourth head coach he gets to hire? Yeah, but again, like. We I, all, if Sirianni gets fired after three years, that is an indictment on Howie as well. Like, we can say it's not, like, whatever. But again, though, I. Like. I wouldn't fire Howie. Hold I up, agree with hold you. Up, I'm just, hold up, hold up, hold up. Even if they fire him, he was a good hire. Like, what are we talking about? Like, they got three playoff years out of it. They almost won the Super Bowl. Like, he was, was a good hire. He was a good hire. I agree. Like, I don't think it was, I don't, even if he, it didn't work out because the locker room, whatever, I mean, like, I don't think it was a wrong hire. Like, no, I, I you know agree what I'm that. saying? Like, I, so I, I don't but, think you ding Howie for the hire. I agree. And also, but I also can think we if be, you said that he'd can be gone be in honest, three years. Can we be honest? We all know who picks head coaches. Yeah, it's Larry. He's made sure. very clear. I don't think Lori holds Howie accountable for the coaches. Yeah. That's his job. Right. I, and it's just so crazy they're 11 and five. We're talking like this sounds like the end of the twenty twenty. Oh, it sounds season. like a five and eleven team. Yeah, maybe. but they're not like they're. But but as much as like people be like, oh, the media's being too negative. Like no, they also feel like they are also like down in the dumps yep. for sure. Like Brandon Graham's the most positive person I know, and he's still oozing positivity, and I respect that. But even it sounds from him, it sounds a little like uh, all right, buddy. monotonous. Yeah. Like you know, like I don't know if you really believe this type of thing. Yeah, but like, hey, yeah. that's why like. At least no one's being like, why is BG being negative or why is BG not talking? Imagine if Sirianni went to the podium and they were like, um, Nick, you know, AJ's not talking. Like, what do you think about that? And he went, I'm not talking about AJ. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, what, what would the reaction be? Yeah, you get crushed. Because I'm out, yeah, I'm not taking questions on AJ. Be crushed. P- people people it would, make would be it so like, much worse. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's my overarching thing with the team and it's probably uh, funneling itself into like AJ anger in a way, but like, they're just making it so much harder on themselves than they have to. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're not good enough. But the mistakes they're making, in my opinion, on offense are not talent-based. Like, they are sloppy within their control things. And I think that's what is an indictment on Sirianni, but it's also, like, a, a weird, sick reason to believe in a way as well. Like, a, yeah, I get your point. I just... I agree with that. I think that is a true statement. I just... For this year... And again, I already said long-term. I'm not, like, freaking out like everyone is. But for this year, I just, I don't think I have any belief. Left. If they were still the two seed, I believe. Like, I just, honestly, like, let's put it this way. I will go into the playoffs feeling it's more likely they lose. And I, I will, 
I think they could beat the Bucks. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the Bucks stink or the and Saints and or whoever it's worth. They've already they've did it earlier this year. Now yeah. they were they were a way different team, team yeah. a group of guys. But, but like, I will definitely go into the playoffs, even if I pick them to win that first game. Thinking it is far more likely they lose that first game than win the second. game. You know what I mean? So you so you think it's more likely they lose the first game than they're then in they, the conference? Then they're in the conference championship game. Yeah, yeah. I w- I would probably well, I'm like fifty fifty on that because sure. like I do think though to wrap it up like. Man, if they can just go to the Tampa, win that game, play well, feel good about it, like who knows what happens next. Now the issue is the defense is so bad. Yeah. But so I don't know. They've almost broken me. They haven't broken me yet. Very impressed with your ability to just fight. They're doing it to themselves. Like I know. The run defense was terrible. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Uh final thoughts. Um my final thought. Uh, sorry. Give me one second. You can answer. I, I I apologize for doing this. Okay, I actually have a great final thought. I, so I have so many. Just I, I, know, I have a lot too. I have a lot. This is good. Go ahead. Okay. Why do we call it air conditioning when the entire point of it is to control the temperature? Like we call it air conditioning, but like why not call it something that's way more? Well, it's conditioning the air. But like we would the never ideas. say like, hey, like would you condition the air by hitting the thermometer? Yeah, you're right. Like it's a point. weird name for it. No, it is. <laughs> you're right. I never thought about it. Like I, I think well, it makes sense. Like yeah. you're conditioning the air. I get, like, I get it. Like I get. There's enough truth there. Just be but, like air cooler. Yeah. Perfect. Or or like uh, <laughs> air controller. Okay. So this is you know we don't have to do the C. You could go with something else. But like I, it's just weird to me. You call it an AC unit when you're talking about conditioning the air. No one, no one is like, oh, the air is really like uh, dusty in here. Let's put the AC in. Yeah. It's a great. It's a, this is a good take by you. Thank you. Uh, well done. I'm on. I'm with you on this one. Did I do the hand sanitizer one with Zoe on the air, or was that off the air? Because it's think a, you even told me. Oh, I, well, all right. So, like, so Zoe calls hand sanitizer hanitizer. I like that. Why is it not called hanitizer? Yeah. She did it. I'm like, yo, like yeah. hanitizer. Boo. Yeah. Hey, let me get some of that Like, I'm like, you should be naming Makes these. Sense. Yeah. How is it not called Hanitizer this whole time? Lots of renaming time? of things. Thank you. That. Well, that's why I went with that one. Yeah, it's it was, a good one. It was a good one. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I have so many good ones coming. So anyway, I actually have a lot of Get really ready. I'm, I'm ready for daily pods. I'm ready for final well, thoughts. Well, that's so funny. Time. I was thinking how last year we did the daily pods. Yeah. And it, it also such a shorter everything run. Everything went so perfect. Yeah, last, last year was great. Other yeah. than, until the, the Until the last four minutes, it was all everything you wanted. It was perfect. The daily pods will still be fun, but it's... Well, you know what would be really fun? I, I'm telling you right now. The pod, the daily pods after they win their first game. Look at you. Like, then it'll be much more like, here we go. <laughs> so like, da, da, da. But it's the first week <laughs> is going to so feel a little. These I love it. Little, it's so good. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll be back later in the week with more final thoughts, with pick yes. games, all kinds of stuff. Saturday, we are back at Parks, the whole thing. Yeah. Fully well, you realize next Saturday might have a playoff game. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, so we'll see where that goes. Yeah, yeah duh. Good point. All right. Yeah. Um... Thank you for the positivity. Yeah, not was, much you know, of it out there right now. So good. It was a good discussion. All right. We'll be back later. Thank you.